COVID pandemic was a crisis for public health systems around the world and it quickly exposed who was prepared for a med- medical emergency and who wasn't. During the federal election campaign, Labor promised to establish what it describes as a world-class centre for disease control to respond to health emergencies and other public health challenges. In May, the budget will reveal how much money has been set aside for the new organisation, but some health professionals are concerned that the level of funding may not be enough to ensure an effective agency is established. Dr George Rubin is a former Chief Health Officer for New South Wales and has experience working with the CDC in the United States. He's also representing the Public Health Association of Australia and Dr Rubin is our guest. Good morning. Good morning, Patricia. Just start by explaining why we need to have our own centre for disease control here in Australia. How could it have changed the way that we managed COVID, for instance? Well, um, let me say, Patricia, the, the globe, as you mentioned, the global COVID pandemic changed Australia and the world. Indeed, it showed us the importance of health security. Now, without health security, we can't have economic security. And without economic security, we don't have national security. Now, um, the, the um, chronic diseases uh, like cancer, heart disease and diabetes are growing and healthcare costs are rising unsustainably and health inequalities are growing. And over 35% of this burden is preventable. More than two thirds of Australians have risk factors for poor health like smoking, overweight and physical activity, and we need to close the gap. And uh, the Centre for Disease Control as proposed by by the government can help put a break on these accelerators of ill health. Okay, so creating an agency from scratch is expensive. How much money do you believe needs to be allocated to get it up and running and, and you know, actually be effective? Well, th- this, this is a good question. It's a complex, complex organisation that is required. The health systems around the world typically spend only between 1% and 2% on preventive activity, and that includes activity to prevent pandemics like we've just gone through. So um, the last, the most recent uh, figures that we have on the Australian health system cost was, I think, 2021, about $220 billion. So 1% to 5%, and uh, hopefully we could move closer to the 5% rather than the 1%, would be, um, would be a small proportion of the health budget, but it is still a substantial sum. And we're anxious to see that as this CDC is formed, preferably with using the existing talents that we have around the country and networking these these, uh, expertise that we have in the country into a coordinated national response, we think um, that, uh, that that will help us towards the goal. Just go on with the kind of level of anxiety you clearly have about the way this is funded and needing it to have, as you framed it, a healthy birth. Yeah, well, for a health, look, the, let, me, let me talk about what the organisation, the characteristics of the organisation a little bit, if I may, Patricia. Look, um, it needs to be a leading, coordinating body. We have the talents in Australia. It needs to be a trusted organisation. It needs to be evidence-driven and be able to give frank and fearless advice. 
it will aim to bring together the best brains from multiple disciplines with the highest possible expertise. It needs to have the capacity to respond quickly. The US Centers for Disease Control is able to respond quickly to um, situations such as um, uh, barbecues, uh, um, school barbecues at the very local level to international level um, emergencies such as the Ebola epidemic. Um, it has to have that capacity to respond quickly. It needs to have a consistent response across jurisdictions. It needs to train health leaders of the future. It needs to focus perhaps initially on infectious disease outbreaks or pandemic situations, as well as serious and continuing illnesses like heart disease, diabetes and cancer. It's got to involve seamless data systems to deliver real-time health intelligence um, and its success would be measured by lower sickness levels and less stress on our health system with progress on reducing health inequalities. So you can see it's a very complex um, organisation that's required. We know that the government is planning this. There's been extensive consultations to date. The consultations have revealed findings which are very consistent with uh, the views of public health professionals around the country. And so we're optimistic and we're just very hopeful that, as I said before, that the centre has a healthy birth. A healthy birth indeed. Thank you, Dr Rubin, for your time this morning.